Hello, and welcome to Panther Pit. I'm Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. Uh, how's your day going, John? It's going pretty good. How about you? It's uh, going pretty good. Let's just uh, dive right into this. Today we've got cross-country volleyball, softball, and football, and we're going to start with cross-country. Uh, our boys and girls both just competed in a meet at Heritage Church, and we had, surprisingly, a freshman, Megan Dobso, actually beat out junior Mary Valley as Megan came in in 11th and Mary was 15th. And Mary is known as a, a good runner, but uh, Megan shocked us and finished in front of her by about 9 seconds. Yeah, you can't forget about uh, sophomore Zimmy Steger came in at the 41st spot as well. So uh, out of 218 girls, the uh, Panthers were looking pretty good representing in their meet. Uh, we'll go over to the boys' side. Uh, our first runner was uh, Nick Nyman, the sophomore coming in at 14th, uh, with a time of 16.27 in the 5K. We also had an 18th uh, senior, Joshua Tyser. So uh, two more Panthers in the top 20 in their meets. And you also had a 28th sophomore, Harrison Foltz. And uh, I believe there was around 240 runners for the boys. So uh, a good job by the Panthers in their most recent meet at Heritage Church. Definitely have a lot of potential there. Mm -hmm. It's looking good going forward. We're going to hop over to volleyball, where uh, earlier, John, you did a story after going to a couple games, and, you know, we didn't come away with any wins, but you said we showed potential. That's right. Uh, about a week ago, the girls faced off against Columbus and Johns Creek, both in the same night. Those, those two teams are considered top-tier teams in Georgia, not only in Georgia, but also in the nation. They're both highly ranked with a lot of uh, a big reputation. So Coach Hudson scheduled some non-region non games against these teams, really in the hopes of kind of understanding where his team stands and hoping to see if, if they can see it or show any improvement or growth after playing against solid teams like these. And we're led by... Uh, a couple seniors, Emily Schaffhauser and uh, Alexis Berrios. And, you know, after those, after those two matches, Coach was pretty excited about the, the level of competition we brought against these really good teams. He, was, he thought we were looking pretty good. He was pretty excited for uh, the freshman, Tessa Laney. She's supposed to be the real deal. So uh, we took a 2-0 loss in both of those matches, but uh, it looks like that, that isn't tell the whole story, as John's story wrote about how we uh, still still looked good even though we lost. And uh, our record right now is 7-14, uh, and 14, but we haven't played any region games yet, and we are one of the top teams in our region. Something you gotta, you gotta recognize about our record is at home, we're a meager 1-6, and six, and then away, we're 2-1. and one. So that's really something we need to work on, it's something that we can improve upon. Because you really got to protect your home court. Yeah, uh, protecting your home court is, is very important. And our next match is on the road over in 2-1 against the rival McIntosh on September 13th. And uh, we're, on, we're riding a three-game losing streak right now, so we really, really need to get one against McIntosh in the volleyball version of the Battle of the Bubble. But uh, they should be able to really improve upon their record you know, going into region play and if we can start playing better on our home court. So uh, if we hop on over to softball, uh, we're sitting with a 7-5 and five record right now, which is decent, but we are 4-1 and one in the region, which is not bad at all. And in Kyle Corners, or Kyle 
Soto's version of Coach's Corner, he met with Coach Williamson, and Coach Williamson has a similar philosophy to Coach Ellison, and that he likes to schedule very difficult uh, non-region matches or games for his girls to really get a feel for their talent and really try to grow against playing a better opponent. So, although we don't win many non-region games, once you get in the region, we've done pretty well. We're 4-1, but another trend that you see out of the softball team, we do have a winning record at 3-2 and two at home, but we're doing really well away 4-1, so hopefully if we can step it up at home, we'll be rolling hot. Yeah, uh, we just beat Noonan on the road 7-3, to three. And uh, we still have Griffin and McIntosh before we come back home on the 12th and 13th. But uh, those could be winnable games because we're looking good on the road. We're looking good in our region. So, uh, you know, coming off of that win against Noonan, it'll be good to play those two teams. And uh, I remember last season talking to Coach Williamson, how he really does like those harder out-of-region teams because that can really help the team later in the mm -hmm. season. And I know Kyle, when I spoke to Kyle about the team, he really let me know that although we're doing pretty well already, really we're a young team at the core. So we got a lot to look forward to in the future as well. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, doing softball last year. Laura Sellers was a, an intriguing freshman, and now she's going into her sophomore year. And uh, look for her to play a big role for uh, our softball team this year. For sure. So uh, going over to football, the Panthers were coming off of a, a pretty good season last year, you know, 10-2, and two, uh, undefeated through our first, you know, good bunch of games before playing Northgate. But uh, this year, a little more disappointing, you know, starting at Noonan, you know, a, a way bigger school. We kind of showed we can compete at the end, but uh, after that, we came home and lost to Northgate once again. Now, we're going in the game against Chapel Hill tonight, and from what I can see, we're, we should be able to pull out a win there. And after talking to some players like Mike Odom, he really let me know that we're pretty concerned about the speed of their quarterback, but if we can really contain him, keep him from hitting the outside, we should be able to take home and win. Mm -hmm. Chapel Hill was a 2-8 and eight team playing in 4A last year, so uh, it's, it's definitely a winnable game for the Panthers. But uh, talking about this 0-2 start, we'll start talking about the defensive side of the ball as we just haven't been the defensive team that we were a year ago. If we look at the stats from the Noonan game, they had, you know, two guys over 100 yards, you know, three different guys scoring on the ground. And really, Noonan was in control of that game for most of it as Panthers couldn't put any points up until the last three minutes where they actually had a a flurry of touchdowns to even or close the score to 28-21. And you hop over to Northgate and that same trend is they had two more guys over 100 yards and, you know, four touchdowns on the ground when the Panthers lost 34-17. They just weren't looking good. Our so, defense is not the same. Really, one of our main keys, you would think so far at least in the season, is trying to not finish the game strong, trying to play out throughout the game strong. Because, like we saw against Noonan, we really struggled for the first three quarters and kind of found our stride in the fourth. If we can actually find our stride from the beginning and play well throughout the game, we should be able to compete with some of these teams much better. Yeah, when you look at that, talking about hitting the stride in the fourth quarter, 
you know, uh, Noonan in that Noonan game that completely outgained us, you know, going into the fourth, they were coming off of a 165-yard third quarter where we only had 69. So they almost had 100 more than us, but uh, we didn't want to go home being completely blown out, and we actually gained 114 rushing yards on them and held them to negative 10. So uh, we, we proved to the Cougars that we really could compete with such a bigger school. But uh, it's really important to start, you know, getting in a good flow early in the game instead of being down in the fourth, as they've had that situation against Noonan and Northgate. And to go back to what you said earlier about really losing a lot of defensive players, I mean, most of our players, other than obviously the star Rico Fry, we lost on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And... Most of those guys, like uh, safety Matt Mullins, linebackers um, Melvin Broomfield and Satchel. Satchel out there as well. He's a good defensive back, Satchel Goodrich. All these guys really, you can see their impact mm-hmm. after they're gone. Yeah, I believe uh, one of our starting corners is actually a sophomore, so our defense is a lot younger. So uh, it's still, they, if they can get things going, we should be okay throughout the rest of the year. And if we switch over to the offensive side of the ball, uh, there is a bright spot for the Panthers in this 0-2 start as Cole Gilly is kind of looking to fill Rico's shoes and make his departure not as uh, big of a problem. As against Noonan, he actually had 14 carries for 131 yards with two touchdowns, and he followed that with 22 carries for 124 more yards against the Vikings. And with Cole, as well as... Another star running back of ours who's trying to fill the shoes of Rico, Nick Brown. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys, if they can really find find their groove, we should be able to open up the rest of the field for Joey. Mm-hmm. And if Joey starts throwing the ball well, it's going to work vice versa. And these guys should be able to put some more yards on the ground. Yeah, Nick was uh, in Rico's shadow last season. He was behind Rico, and he showed that he could do some things this year. Uh, he showed that against Noonan with 17 carries for 83 yards. But uh, against Northgate, he only had 7 carries for 19 yards. He couldn't really find his groove. But uh, an interesting stat is Joey actually had 9 carries for 42 yards and a touchdown. But outside of our run game, we actually uh, passed the ball only 4 times, but we saw Joey make a beautiful touchdown pass against the Vikings. Yeah. Okay, and... Um... Our next match or game coming up after tonight is against Sandy Creek, mm-hmm. and they're definitely another top-tier opponent. Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you see going into that game? Well, when you kind of talk about how in the other sports, you know, scheduling those tough out-of-reaching games, you know, Coach Phillips seems to did, uh, seems to have done that too. You know, scheduling Newton and Northgate, and of course Sandy Creek. But uh, you know, Chapel Hill, they were two and eight last year, so. If they're still that team and we can kind of beat up on them, that might be a little scheduling to give us some momentum going into Sandy Creek. But Sandy Creek is a very, very good school, and they just knocked off last year's uh, state champions, Alatoona. So the Panthers are going to have to really show up if they want to compete with the Patriots. Now, we can hopefully uh, gain a lot of experience and knowledge from the Sandy Creek game, mm-hmm. taking into our first real test against Morrow where we can hopefully take our home, take away our first region win. Yeah, that's our homecoming game against Morrow. And uh, I remember talking to Coach just 
about, you know, what we can learn from playing a hard schedule like this. And he said that, you know, there's a lot to learn and he thinks that it will really help them, you know, later in the season, going into the postseason. He expects them to make a, a run in the postseason. And after tomorrow, we got Griffin at Griffin. That should be a pretty difficult game from what I can gather. Mm -hmm. They just seem to really outmatch us athletically. But hopefully, if we can take home a win against Morrow, we'll be able to continue the momentum bringing in against Griffin. Yeah, and it's really important with how hard our out-of-region schedule is. It's really important to you know get in a schedule where you got games with you know Whitewater, McIntosh, teams like those. You just got to start winning because uh, not a lot of room for error if uh, they want to get into the playoffs, and they really need to get their defense figured out. And actually, the the players are noticing this, and they called a player meeting after the loss against Northgate to kind of get everyone on the same page, say, hey, you know, we need to get this figured out. So uh, they discussed it, and hopefully we're going to see something different tonight against Chapel Hill to, uh, you know, add a win to our record. And if we can really just finish off the year strong, because that's where the majority of our region matches are, if we can finish off strong, she'll be able to make the playoffs and hopefully from there continue our success. And that's what I remember also talking to Cole and uh, I think Joey just about playing his hard schedule and how it really could help them later in the year. And they both said that, you know, what they're going through right now, you know, they're learning a lot and I really think that it'll help them whenever you get to those bigger playoff teams. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, once again, going back to Joey, you know, he threw that nice pass against Northgate. If he can really emerge as, you know, a decent passer for us, that really adds a lot to our offense, and that could really help us against bigger schools like that. Absolutely. It'll really open things up for the ground game. Yeah, and, you know, I remember last year Coach was saying, you know, at the end of Joey's sophomore season, you know, he already looked like a junior, so he's seeing Joey developing quick, you know, faster and faster. So maybe, you know, we get down to the end of this year closer to the playoffs, you know, he'll be considered already a senior. You know, he'll he'll be a, a leader and he'll know what he's doing. And if we can really get him going in that passing game, it'll be huge. But we just, we have a young team this year. And we really need our older guys to step up and emerge as leaders. Absolutely. One guy I've noticed who's really started to fill his role is Mitchell Crowan. Got a touchdown last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's awesome. He's a real leader out there. Mm -hmm. So hopefully the guys can rally behind him and the success of some of the other older guys mm -hmm. and find some success this year. He also did find the end zone against Newman and Northgate. So uh, I, I believe Mitch was the one who caught Joey's pass. But uh, other than maybe, you know, getting a passing game going or anything, a big thing is just, you know, I've talked, about, I've talked to Joey and Cole about this and Nick, is how our offensive line, you know, against Noonan, they said they really missed blocks. But Joey said after the Northgate game, you know, they could have made blocks, but he didn't see the offensive line really having that want to make a block or that want to make a big effort play. And that is, it really needs to change with how our offense works because we need a, a good running game. Mm -hmm. And it's huge for us because I remember talking to Coach after that Newton game. He said that, you know, our plan, we, we could have beat Newton if our plan worked well. We just didn't execute. So he thinks that, you know, we could beat Newton. We could beat Northgate. He thinks we can beat these... Uh, bigger schools, and if you know the players find it out and they want to make those effort plays, that can really help us whenever we get into the playoffs with those bigger teams.
That's right. And really, all comes just down to execution, like they always preach. Just if you can stay with the fundamentals, we, we should have the talent and be able to compete with just about any team we come up against. And uh, one player that I'm remembering now that we saw a little bit of in the scrimmage is uh, Kalen Sims. He's another running back that we have. He's a freshman this year. And uh, he looked good in the scrimmage against Locust Grove, but we haven't really seen him uh, this year in the regular season. As it doesn't, he had a one carry for no yards against Northgate, and I believe similar stats: two carries for 13 yards against Noonan. So, uh, you know, if maybe we can't get things going, you know, this losing streak continues, we might see Kalen getting more carries to see uh, if he's the player that people think he really is. That's right, and also another powerhouse running back that, if it's necessary, we could put in the backfield is Austin Schreiber. I know he's been getting some carries, but you could always ramp his numbers up if, if you needed he, a new spark. He did show uh, potential at running back in the scrimmage. I believe he scored, and I think he was second on the team in, in number of carries in that scrimmage. So the the Panthers really, and I talked to Coach about this, he said that they have, they have more running backs than they've ever had. And so, you know, he, he was really, he's adapted well to losing Rico, who broke school records. You know, we, we really have the weapons. And, you know, like you said, it's all execution. We just need to execute. And, you know, we could really win a lot of these games and make a deep run in the playoffs. So what I can gather from just about every sport we've covered so far is basically tough out-of-region matches to get you better prepared for the region games and then the region games are later on, you just got to execute like we were talking about and hopefully come out with some good wins. Yeah, you know, it seems like a pattern is just playing these tougher teams and, you know, you kind of get yourself figured out and the schedule, you know, softens a little bit as you go through your region and you just kind of mature throughout the year and you're ready for those bigger teams in the playoffs. Hopefully you can reach your peak mm -hmm. at the right time. And that's a big thing, especially with football, is... Just, I mean, just reaching our peak in the games is, we seem to really compete our best in the fourth quarter, but we need to be playing, you know, throughout all the quarters, and hopefully we can get something going against the uh, Panthers of Chapel Hill. That's right. So, uh, that's uh, all we have to talk about for today. Just uh, running down football, softball, volleyball, and cross country, and uh, we do believe that there are good things to come for all these fall sports. Uh, just good luck to all the teams. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we see some W's on the on the schedules w next week. Coming soon. So uh, this is Riley and John from the Panther Pit. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.